Welcome to the HitchedMag.com podcast. Hey everybody, welcome back. This is Steve Cooper and I'm again joined with Dr. Karen Sherman. Hi Karen. Hi Steve. So the holidays are upon us. Um, yes, quickly. Yeah, so, Didn't it seem like it was so fast? I know. It just flew up on us. Um, so in that um, vein, we are going to start discussing some holiday topics. Um, this first one is dealing with two different families. Uh, when you're married, you join families, and you have to accommodate uh, both sets of parents usually. So... Mm. Um, you wrote a, a great article this week uh, discussing dealing with the upcoming Thanksgiving holiday and how, you, how couples can navigate the waters of appeasing both sides of the family or, you know, appeasing each other, uh, knowing that each uh, husband or wife wants to spend time with their own family. So Yeah, yeah. It's a tough one. It's a tough one. And, you know, so many times the families don't even live close by anymore. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I'll I'll get right into it here. Um, now, when when families, I mean, you just bring up a great point right there. When when your families aren't in the same geographic region, say uh, one family lives on the east coast and the others on the west coast, uh, you know, not enabling you to jump from this house to that house in the same day. Um, uh, what do you think would be a good frequency of visit? Is it every other year for the holidays, every two years, depending on where you live? You well, have... you know, so much of that is going to depend, Steve, on the financial situation of the couple or the family. You know, sometimes the families are willing to uh, fly their kids out or whatever. Um, but that having been said, I would say that, yeah, if you do every other, um, that would probably make everybody happy. Um, because then at least they feel like they're getting their fair share. Uh, we've got Thanksgiving, and then we've got either Hanukkah or Christmas coming up, and maybe what they could do is say, okay, this year we're spending Thanksgiving with the East Coast folks and uh, then spending the Christmas Hanukkah with the West Coast folks and then reverse it. Uh, and then the next year do the exact same thing but flip, you know, flip them around. And yeah. I think at least that way... It doesn't feel like either family isn't um, getting their chance to enjoy their children and be with everybody. Yeah, I mean, I think that's a good compromise, too. And you brought up a good point, too, about, you know, it depends also on the financial abilities to do something like that. But Sure, yeah, sure. Uh, and, and for, you know, when, when, when you are a married couple, it's also not about you, but also your immediate family, too. So for the family that you can't spend Christmas with or Thanksgiving with in a particular year or Hanukkah, um, how, how do you handle dealing with those family members and letting them know, like, hey, I'm not going to be around this, this holiday season? Well, I think that you just sort of have to um, start really at the beginning and say, you know, obviously because my spouse's family lives so far away, we're going to have to split the holidays, and it doesn't mean that we don't love you or that I'm not going to miss you, but we've got to be fair to everybody. And then I think on the holiday you make sure that you give a call and, you know, you spend a little time chatting so that at least the sense of you is still there. Now, the other thing is with all our technology today, I recently found out that um, a webcam 
is only like 30 bucks. And so for those who are technologically sophisticated, you can even have that. So that way the family that's distant still has a chance to, you know, have a chat, a chance to see you and look at you and feel a little bit more connected. So they, you know, some people might do that as well. Yeah, that's a, that is a great, great point. Um, now, you also in your article brought up a, a fantastic point I thought about Couples, when they travel, um, usually when they travel in long distances, they're trying to cram a lot of time and activities into just a very short amount of uh, time. Now, when you do that, do you have any advice on how couples can build downtime into their itinerary instead of trying to just go, 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 go when they're on their holiday, so quote-unquote, vacation? Oh, that's going to be a tough one. I think that really the thing that they have to do is have the expectation that they're not going to have a lot of downtime, that this is a time period where they're going to just be trying to squeeze a lot of time in. But maybe they could use the travel time to be connecting with each other, and then maybe as they go to sleep at night, they could spend some time talking or debriefing because they may <laughs> need to do that. And then even during the day, you know, connecting by just walking past each other and touching each other on the shoulder or sitting with each other and holding hands just to sort of, you know, get them through the experience because it can be stressful being with family, as I'm sure everybody knows. Mm -hmm. um, but I don't know that in a couple of days while you're trying to, you know, see all the relatives and show each other around, whatever, that you're really going to have a lot of time just for yourself. So if you go into that knowing it, then I think with the proper expectation, it won't be so disappointing. Okay. And you also bring up a, a good point about the different upbringings and the different styles of mm -hmm. how people celebrate. Uh, you brought that up earlier um, in this conversation when visiting friends and family. Um, now, for, for me and my family, football, we, we watch football over Thanksgiving and things along mm -hmm. those lines. Um, now, there's obviously going to be clashes when you get different people from different backgrounds together. Um, sure. Are there, are there typical clashes that you see during the holidays? And well, how to one of the those? things that I've noticed in our families is that one of the families is very formal. Um, we tend to use um, our good china. Um, the table is set very elegantly. And when everybody comes in, everything is all set and ready to go. The other family uh, does not set a table that way. When we come in, dinner doesn't really get started for another hour, an hour and a half. And um, that, you know, for their family, that ends up, is that's the way they like it, because they just feel that it's very relaxed. Um, some people in my family don't like it because they feel that it's not doing the holiday right. Um, so that's a problem. Um, another area that I know is difficult for a lot of people is gift giving. Uh, some families are going to have um, Santa who's like doing one gift per person. Um, other families like to have everybody buying gifts to everybody. And again, that may be a financial strain. Um, there may be a... a um, process by which you open gifts and does everybody watch as everybody opens or do you just rip your presents open mm -hmm. and again based on the way you've done things in your childhood that's the way you're going to want to continue to do it but if the 
spouse's family does it differently, it's going to feel uncomfortable to you. So those are the kinds of things that are going to make the holiday either feel right or not right to you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that, I, I, I've experienced a lot of those, so that, that I really like the, the tips on that one. And in your article, you bring up about how, I mean, a lot of the tips uh, in general cover communicating with your spouse throughout the process, um, as well as having indicators of when things are starting to get uncomfortable or things along those lines. Um, now, what happens, though, or what advice may you have for when a couple goes, puts together a game plan of how they're going to handle the situation, and then as soon as a husband or wife gets around their friends or family, they immediately break from your plan. Um, is that something that should be addressed immediately and let them know, like, hey, we need to stay on track, or do you just kind of go along with the flow depending on past history and that sort of thing? That's a tough one, Steve, because, um, you know, it's sort of going to depend on the situation, but I think that people have to know that when you get with your family, um, some really old things are going to start to come up. I remember reading an article once by a psychologist who said that she found it amazing that he or she would help all these people, and yet when she went back to her own family, she would start acting like a five-year-old again. <laughs> and I think that that's what happens to all of us, that when we get around our family, all our old issues or baggage start to come up. So again, I think that we've got to offer some slack but I think there can also be like a little code of if things are getting too difficult because let's say there's some tension between yourself and the in-laws and if some of that's going on, maybe just have a little code expression or word so that your spouse becomes aware of it. And that's why I think even like at night when you're going to sleep, you might need to do a little debriefing. But again, um, Visiting relatives, especially if you're going a far distance and you're, um, you can't sort of like just have the dinner and go home, um, is going to make it all that more intense. With the proper expectations, trying to plan it out ahead of time can really help a lot. You don't just go into it cold. You try to anticipate, you know, what is going to happen and what kind of safeguards you want to put up. But you also have to... Um, allow for some deviation just because it's family and it, it can get a little bit difficult. Okay. And uh, I think that'll do it this time. So thank you okay, very much then. for your time again, Karen. I really appreciate it. And for everybody else out there, you can get more information uh, about Dr. Karen at drkarensherman.com or also at choicerelationships.com. And of course, you can read her articles at hitsmag.com. Thank you again, and ha hope everybody has a good and pleasant upcoming holiday season, and we'll talk to you again soon. Okay, Steve. Have a good holiday. Thanks. You too. Bye now. Bye-bye. Hitched. Entertains, educates, and inspires married couples.